0: Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Corrin.
1: And this is Dr. Dave Lundquist. And
0: welcome to the Equaline Podcast. And today, we're going to talk about something that I know you've all heard of, because it's CBD, and you've all been exposed to it one way or another. And yet, do you actually know what it is and what it does? So our guest today, Allison Evans, actually does know and does have access to a product that gets it into your system. So without further ado, I'm going to have Allison tell you who she is and why she's worth listening to. Allison.
2: Oh, thank you, Wendy and Dave. So my name's Allison. I actually am a chiropractor as well. Um, and similarly to Wendy, um, have a passion that maybe is a, a little different than a chiropractor who, you know, devotes their Lives to treating people in their practice. So I practiced for seven or eight years, um, but my passion has always been education and business. Um, And they are the same thing for me because I guess you could say my passion is for um, educating people, and in doing that, exposing people to really great products and ideas and concepts um, through an educational platform. So and in, that is me.
0: In fact, well, that's how Allison and I met. Because yeah. as all of you know, I am passionate about using education to guide what we add to our practice, as opposed to big articles by top doctors say, we want to know, how do you know? Where's the research? Where is it published? And when I met Allison through Rock Tape, we found out that they actually did research and did say things based on experience and not on wishful thinking. So when Allison moved into another venue, I was curious enough to check it out and then amazed and blown away. So Allison, tell us a little bit about your CBD journey.
2: Right. So a couple years ago, I knew that I would eventually be leaving Rock Tape. I had spent over a decade there helping grow that education platform and company. And so I was afforded time to learn without pressure, which is a really great thing in the CBD industry. The CBD industry is very loud and noisy and confusing, right now. And it's not just like that for consumers. It's also like that for medical professionals. I mean, it's, it's, it's confusing for everybody. So I took about a year of just reading, um, and learning about CBD, our endocannabinoid system, the types of products that were in the industry. I spent a lot of time learning about regulation, testing, safety, um, and the history of cannabis is probably where everything started really making a lot of sense to me. And so um, so Fringe was born. I dove into that industry about a year after learning. I started really meeting with manufacturers and and basically wanting to do things differently than what was in the industry right now, because I saw a lot of opportunity to improve the quality and the safety, but also how effective the CBD products were um, in our bodies. So f- that's how Fringe was born.
0: Well, <laughs> yes, and and it works, so that's why I wanted Allison to talk to us. Most of you, I imagine, didn't know, even seeing all these CBD products, that there is an endocrine cannabinoid system so could we back up and let's back it up and and say let's get back to some basics yeah don't that don't ever say words
2: that you are random like that without explaining (laughs) them so our bodies and really all animals bodies um have a system inside of them that could be considered like a communication um physiological system that i like to explain as a parenting or a nurturing system of all our other biological systems. So the name of it is called your endocannabinoid system, or we call it your ECS. It's a series of receptors, enzymes, pathways. It's very complex. And we only learned about it in the early 1990s when a group of researchers were studying a compound in the marijuana plant called THC. They wanted to know where THC was binding, and they uncovered that we have this series of receptors, um, you know, inside our cells, outside of our cells. It really is us, and it's how our body balances or creates homeostasis in our body. And so the thing that I love about the ECS is it explains so many things that still aren't right with us. We know so much about how to be healthy, and yet we struggle as a population in creating that balance inside of us. So this ECS system is considered the master moderator or regulator of our respiratory system, digestive system, endocrine, hormonal, cardiovascular, immune, neurological. It is there to keep things in check. So if I have a dysregulation in my sleep cycle, let's say, My ECS is like the parent of that child system, which is our circadian rhythms, our sleep cycle systems. And and the amazing thing is, this isn't a conversation about cannabis. This system exists inside of us. We make these compounds in our body called endocannabinoids. And to simplify it, I call them like feel-good compounds. It's very common sense when we have a lot of them, and it makes total sense when we don't have enough of them. They are boosted when we eat really well, when we exercise, when we're around other people, when we're singing, dancing, near water, in nature. They, we know what makes us feel well, but there's actually this physiological reason, which is this boost in these endocannabinoids. So kind of like the runner's high that we always thought was endorphins, it's not endorphins. It's a boost in our endocannabinoids, which make us feel good our endocannabinoids can be deficient or very low based on things that we know don't make us feel good, which is chronic stress, poor diet, not enough exercise, not enough sunlight. The, one of the slogans we have for fringe is that the way we get better is simple, which doesn't imply that it's easy, but the solutions are very foundational to how humans have managed their health since the dawn of time.
0: Do you hear... I really listened to what Allison just said, because isn't it fascinating that at Equiline we talk about the care of your horses and your dogs and yourself as a trainer as simple, not easy. Simple, not easy. Simple, not easy. Simple, not easy because in order to simply do something, you have to know what to do. Yeah. And therefore, education matters. Understanding absorption matters because I say people say I'm iron deficient, eating a car is not going to get iron into your system. No, correct. You, you know <laughs> yeah. understanding yeah. the pathways, understanding, which is which is why our basis is education and finding smart people who are doing the research, communicating it correctly. Or, and being willing to continue learning, that sartori, that ability to continuously improve and know that we don't know so that we can keep questioning. So I, yeah. I loved your using the words regulation and dysregulation. Yeah. I, I think that's a really important way to start looking at what fringe and what uh, the cannabis can do. In terms of regulation, and and I want to talk a bit about delivery of that.
2: Yeah. So it's funny because I don't. I think I'm smart enough to surround myself with smart people. I think I'm actually more curious. So I am not doing this alone. Clearly, I knew that we would need to have very good partners in a lot of areas of this business in order for us to really. Um, be able to affect the amount of people that we want to affect. And so one of those initial partnerships was trying to figure out how we go make a product that makes more sense to me. So when I started taking CBD products in that first year, I was buying all the oils and all the gummies and just trying to feel what it said it would do. And sometimes I would, sometimes I would take a CBD oil and think, oh wow, you know, that did help me sleep. And then other times I would take something and be like, I don't, I don't really feel a lot. And it became more a pattern of inconsistency than anything. It, there was nothing consistent with what I was taking that I could say like, gosh, I would sell this to my patients. I, I just wouldn't have. And that led me down a path of trying to learn about why was it so inconsistent? And I quickly learned that a CBD oil or gummy delivery is very poorly absorbed by our bodies. So anywhere ranging from six to 24% of what we take in an oil format is actually effectively used or absorbed um, for our bodies to use. But more importantly, it depends a lot on what contents you have in your stomach. So whether you're in a fasted or non-fasted state, well, I didn't know any of that. So as I was taking the CBD, I I didn't pay attention to when I had ate, you know, what had been going on, you know, with me that day. And so it would make sense to me that I would take it 30 minutes before bed and then wake up feeling groggy, probably because I was in more of a fasted state taking it before bed and it was poorly absorbed. So I ended up crossing paths with a group of food scientists and that's what they do because that's their specialty, (laughs) not mine. I'm a (laughs) chiropractor. And they almost, you know, like look at you and go, well, the rest of the food science world knows that we don't absorb oils well. And I said, well, guess what? The chiropractors don't. Because we we aren't taught about that. We aren't taught. We don't think sometimes like, well, when I take something, what is the digestion and absorption process of it? And it's not that oils are bad. It's just that people need to know that much less of them are absorbed and it can take a much longer time for them to be effective. And it can be very unpredictable. So this group of food scientists introduced me to water soluble CBD science, which is what we're calling it, which is there's a way to take an oil and present it to the body in which we actually create a carbohydrate or a starch coating to the oil. So it goes through our stomach into our small intestine and is dispersible and hence highly absorbable and acts very quickly because it's not dependent on what we've eaten or the fat content in our stomach. So they introduced me to water soluble science and that was a light that went off that the other side note to this, which is a separate conversation is that I also really didn't enjoy taking the CBD products because the taste and the oil content in the delivery. I didn't want to take gummies I before, was but. Fishy. Yeah. So, it was so, so fishy. Yeah, I call it like so bitter, and some of them were better than others, but I, you know, I always joke and say, like, you know, there's this orange one that I took for a long time, but it really was like orange and grass, you know? So I was like, <laughs> the orange was your first hit, yeah. but your remaining taste was very, these terpenes in the plant that are really strong, you know, taste. And the one that I, have decided probably is not the best for me is myrcene and pinene are really strong terpenes. They have great physiological effects for us, but they don't taste good. So what happens with this water soluble science is that this carbohydrate delivery actually removes the taste and the smell from the oil as well, because it's encapsulated. Um, And that is what happens when you find good partnerships because, I am not a food scientist. However, I knew we needed food scientists.
1: (laughs) And that part alone just changes uh, patient follow-through tremendously.
2: So huge.
1: (laughs) Because one of the things... I was just talking to uh, another chiropractor that I know here... And he was telling me, he says, oh, yeah, we're using the CBD product, but it tastes so bad. So bad. <laughs> I'm like, how do you get patients to follow through with that if it tastes that bad? You're never yeah. going to get follow through. And people stop using it because, A, if they're not getting the results because they don't know what should be in their stomach when they take it. Yeah. And B, if it tastes terrible, forget it. You're no, done. I mean, Nobody's no. going to, you're not going to get any consistency. Yeah. And then they're going to say, oh, the product doesn't work.
2: Yes. And listen, I know many chiropractors and many people in my life who will take, very poor tasting, you know. Like I don't take oil of oregano when I'm sick. I know I should take oil of oregano when <laughs> yes. I'm sick, oh. but oh, I'm not. So
1: disgusting. <laughs> I'm
2: not the best.
1: Chinese herb Oh, tea. oh yes. <laughs> yes,
0: I need to feel really, really
2: bad, <laughs> bad in order to do <laughs> that. So be too bad. CBD is something that is so incredibly valuable to take every day, and uh, something that is important is we as humans don't create new habits easily. And so the fact that we made this powder that can go in a hydration habit, which I think is an amazing thing as well, it can go in your coffee, it can go in your tea, it can become a part of a ritual that is associated with being a thing that's good for you um, in your day. So if you're coffee in the morning, we're not debating caffeine here, what we're talking about is if your coffee ritual is what sets you up for the day, allows you to be present for five minutes, you know, holding your warm mug, and that's what your CBD... Goes into that's a very positive connection connection of firing in our brains that says my coffee ritual now not only calms me prepares me for the day but I also give myself nutrients and you know this healthy regulator um, for
0: my day that is that is my beginning of my day yeah and it goes in my coffee. As I go out to the barn to shovel manure and all you know right. how very different
2: than my beginning of the
0: day. That beginning of the day is for me in yeah. my ritual. Yep. And and refocusing that this is part of our ritualization yes. of our health care and our balance and our and our mental state. And just an aside, I tried the fringe product, having tried $11 other C- CBD yeah. products because I thought it was good for me because I read the research. I thought I understood that we had an um, endocannabinoid system, and I wanted to be regulated and be my best me, yes. and I never felt the difference ever. And I spent $35 or $150 or $250 and under my tongue and, in, you know, in my ear. I mean, it didn't matter. And I let the belief carry it. And I had trust from Allison from knowing her through rock tape and, and quality and honesty. And I thought, okay, Allison says it's good. I'm going to try it. I had zero expectation right. of effects. Zero. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, this is the, okay, <laughs> Mikey, have Mikey try it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Literally day one, I noticed it. Yeah, I'm like okay, Dave, you try it because you know. Um, Am I crazy? <laughs> Am I trying? <laughs> Did I? And, and yes. don't you love when you ask someone else? Did I feel this? <laughs> like okay, they can't know that, and yet Dave yeah. had his own experience.
1: Yes. yeah, because I'm I'm one of those that you know you you've got to hit me with a rock before I notice it to make it make it a difference.
2: I'm more like you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so
1: a lot of the other stuff, because she was giving me the other CBDs, and I'm like,
2: whatever. No. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm taking it because you asked me to. But I'm really not noticing it other than one made me sleepy if I took it in the morning. And so I learned that it's so much easier. This, And I've tried this in every fluid, just so you people know. Yeah. I've tried it in every fluid to see if it would change the taste because that's a really big thing for me. If it changes the flavor of something – I'm going to have an issue with it, or I have to find exactly what it is that I like it in. Right. With this, I have not found it changed the taste of anything that I put yeah, in. Yeah,
2: because to me, if your coffee ritual in the morning mm. is is that thing, you're, it's not going to work if it changes the taste of it. No. Exactly. You really don't want to off-put the, the very thing that you enjoy um, doing. So, yeah. Oh, no, it, it doesn't. It's
0: in my coffee every morning, and there is absolutely absolutely no difference. At first I was doing like a sip of coffee and mixing it in there. So I make sure I got it. And now I'm like, here's the cup of coffee. Here's the package of fringe. And the fact that discomforts I didn't know I had went away yeah. are the cool ones. Like yeah. not the, oh, I had knee pain. Now I took it. I don't have knee pain, but okay. I'm gripping the, yeah you know, my shuffle.
2: Yeah. I have less <laughs> swelling in my hand. It's interesting too, because I think I focus so much on pain, pain mitigation because we're chiropractors. And that's what a lot of people are going to ask us about first is inflammation and pain. We focused a lot on sleep education uh, in our courses and then stress or anxiety or mental health. We talk a lot about that. And I think that's because those are the things you can feel, right? So we can feel discomfort and then we take something and it helped. Maybe it's an Advil. That's what our society has sort of become accustomed to. But I think I'm at this new stage with everything now. There's great research for pain, sleep, and mental health. We are teaching about pain, sleep, and mental health. If we give you fringe and your sleep improves, you can know it through, you know, um, technology trackers. You can know it through just... We know when we've had a bad night's sleep and when we've had a good night's sleep. Uh, We know if our pain feels better and our minds are something that are really important right now. Um, for us to take care of. And we know when we're stressed to some degree and we know when we feel better. I'm now at this stage of trying to understand what's happening inside us that we maybe don't feel that's beginning, right? Ah. What, yeah. And so that's when you arrive at this point where you're like, wow, the healing powers of this plant, we literally have lived with this plant for 10,000 years. It's what fed our... Animals. It's what we used for nutrition and medicine. And so what if, which is my favorite question, what if the possibility here is that we need this plant compound? So my take on it is this, because we've had so many people respond so differently to the products. The health of our endocannabinoid system is personal. Wendy's, health of that system is different than Dave's and it's different than mine um, at the end of the day the world that we live in right now we can't get out of and I can tell you that we don't move enough we will really look at screens too frequently and the level of stress that we experience is nothing that our species has ever experienced before that all depletes those levels of feel-good compounds in our body. And so what if we need this plant more than we ever have and we've had no access to it for 100 years because of federal, legal, all sorts political. of industrial <laughs> It's <mainly laughs> political, right. yeah. I mean, at this stage, it's fun to blame politics, yeah. but that's actually really true. Um, what if, you know, this is a solution to many other things that we could be talking about autoimmune diseases, digestive,
0: you know, it's just really I love what if. Uh, it's and a big what if. Yeah, a and big you what if. mentioned our our audience loves animals. If you yes. uh, otherwise you're probably not listening to the Equiline podcast. <laughs> and I will tell you that I can doubt whether or not I feel better
2: I can look animal. in the mirror and go, yeah. you
0: know, I can I can doubt my weight from morning to night. I can doubt these things because I'm a human, and you know, sometimes that's challenging. So I gave the fringe to my animals who are a little more honest in their representation of self. In fact, if the pure. dog doesn't they feel they are good, pure in their representation, <laughs> of right? Because. So, yeah. If my dog gets up every morning like she's 110 and limbs and requires chiropractic and PEMF and laser therapy in order to function, and then after two days of sprinkling fringe on her food, which by the way, my dogs hate if I introduce anything into their food, they're walking in and it's like, you are not tricking me into that. <laughs> yeah. And I sprinkle the fringe on and they didn't notice. They right. went right for their food as though it was anything and literally went out and ran around. My Jack Russell, who had lost all of the hair on her belly, had, you know, wouldn't get out of bed in the morning. No. Would not.
1: Did not get out of bed. Did of not the morning, get out of bed. Ever. I would,
0: the <laughs> other dogs would be out for two hours and, and she's seven and was like, yeah, no, I really don't feel like facing this day. Within forty eight hours, was out running with the other dogs at six thirty in the morning with a sprinkle, and I'm like, okay, this is more than I expected. Right, and I love when things are more than I expect.
2: Yeah, you know, being
0: pleasantly surprised is a very nice
2: thing. Yes, (laughs) Um, because we've had a lot of unpleasant surprises, Um, and so like this to me, I feel a lot of hope um, in this. And we're two, two and a half months into this company. We're very, very new. There is, we know way less than what we actually know. You know, there's, <laughs> there's we have way more questions. Um, we have some answers, but the opportunity to help animals, humans, and our companion animals and farm animals, and essentially our relationship with animals is what this plant was used for since the beginning of time. And so here we are, and I feel like I'm grateful to be living in this because there's people who have lived the past 100 years who didn't have this opportunity, and we're just beginning, you know? Um, So I love that our animals get to be the people who... Don't yes. have a belief <laughs> or bias about cannabis. There's no way your Jack Russell is like, I heard that's marijuana. I,
1: my, mom, my, mom <laughs> told me, that. my mom
2: told me marijuana is a drug, you know? And and so, yeah, the Jack Russell is our current. <laughs> and her name is Mary Poppins. So oh.
0: she is practically perfect in every way. Love and that. We will now sing the spoonful of sugar song yes. uh, together. Um, of CBD. A spoonful of CBD. It is such an honor honor to have Allison here and be part of the beginning and the learning curve. And I encourage you to check out joinfringe.com. We're going to give you a link um, on this podcast so that you can get into their website. Guess what? There's information. There's science. There is opportunity to learn and know is this right for you? Is this something you want to do with your pets? Obviously, we are not veterinarians and we are not recommending anything. We're here to share. We're here to let you know our experiences and we love questions. So if you have questions for Allison or any of the team at Join Fringe, please drop us a note and we enjoy having Allison, on our journey to give you the best mobility in your life and the life of your animals. I'm Dr. Wendy Corin.
1: I'm Dr. Dave Lundquist. And
0: this has been an Equiline Podcast.